0: Hello, dear listener, and welcome to Little Realms, a Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcast. I'm your host and
1: game master, Candace, and I am here with... I'm Sarah, and I play Vim the flashy and nomadic Teefling.
2: I am Dan. I play Cyrus Sassafras, the elderly, world-weary druid.
3: I'm Nikki. I'm playing Jarrell Goldenheel, the wide-eyed elven scholar.
4: And I'm Adam. I'm playing Arden, the pragmatic half-elven ranger.
0: And our characters are navigating the city of Mithrin, trying to uncover the city's secrets as well as their own. Last time... You guys entered, guys and gals, entered the city of Non-binary
3: individuals.
0: Guys, gals, and non-binary pals. There. Right. I stole that, that from the internet. That's cute. I stole that from the internet. Jerellis. <laughs> I can't take credit for that. I didn't come up with it. Um, you guys entered, you guys, gals, non-binary pals, entered the city of Mithrin, after uh, about a month of travel... After traveling from the city, smaller town of Bogburg, um, a little over a week away. Uh, on the way there, you guys picked up a lockbox uh, from an abandoned military establishment, half-built military establishment that had been hidden there by a individual named Liara who you found the body of outside that military establishment. The ghost of Liara tasked you guys with taking the box to a Margrix Arendale, which, after entering the city, you found out was the current leader of Mithrin. After following your longtime traveling companions on the road, the half orc pair Abram and Mickey to their inn, journey's end and settling in there, you gal decided to head directly to the Arendelle estate, which you got directions to and found pretty easily. Mithrin's not super big um where you met Jana, who identified herself as the daughter of Margaret's a- Arendelle and Hyatt the spirit shaman advisor of the Arendelle family um you all introduced yourselves and after a little bit of discussion agreed to look into that the matter of the lockbox um at the request of Jonna and Hyatt. The, what they told you uh, is that the person who made the lockbox, uh, his name is Jimmel. And he was a former apprentice of the blacksmith in town. And now they think that he's a guard, question mark. Last time, one of them, either of them heard anything. And that the the box definitely belonged to Liara. And that Liara was an acolyte at the temple in the city. Okay. And that is where we left off. You had all just exited the estate and are essentially standing at the gates of the house. The, with two guards out front one being Jakota, one of the soldiers that was traveling with you on the road yeah. and another guard whose name you don't know but presumably they are from uh, it, the, the city before you guys got there
3: Jakota's friend this is his
0: formal name yes, yes.
2: <laughs> what time is it? Um, time of day? it
0: It is about... You got into Mithrin around noon, and it's taken you maybe, like, two and a half, three hours to get turned around, so it's, like, mid-afternoon at this point. Uh, The only person who's eaten since entering is, um... Arden. Arden. At a food stall. At a food truck, which I have to imagine Arden has just been eating on this entire time.
4: (laughs) I mean, like... I'm not sure it would take me that long but to finish <laughs> it. But yeah, I don't see why I would uh why I wouldn't just like nibble at it as we were going around. Mm-hmm. Seems like uh hard and thing to do.
3: It's a good meeting yeah. food. Am I still holding the box?
0: Um, I assumed you would like put it back in your bag wherever it came from before exiting. So
1: I'm s i am still have possession of the box, maybe is what I mean. Okay, I think our possession of the box is on the down low, because we very specifically haven't told anyone about it except for this family.
0: Yes, and you also did not tell um, Landon. You told Landon about the body, but you have not told him about the box.
4: Yeah. So I think what we need to do is go and find this box maker, so we can hopefully figure out how to get into this box... Without, you know, just, like, prying it open or something.
3: Yes, good idea, Arden. Let's let's go ahead and get this done very quickly and very efficiently, immediately.
5: Well, well, there could <laughs> be some adventures along the way, don't be hasty.
1: I, uh, yes, I suppose. Right, but the sooner we take care of this, the sooner we get to, um, cash in on the social... <laughs> oh, man, I need to get back into this. <laughs> it's uh, okay. Uh, but soon <laughs> we get to cash in on the um, social gravitas that'll come along with getting in with the Arundels,
4: Or just the money.
1: Nah, that too, I guess. All I'm saying
5: <laughs> is let's make sure we do a thorough job. Leave no stone unlooked. Leave no adventure un adventure.
3: I suppose. Uh, all right, where to then? Do you think we'll find them? Well, do you think we can find the... What What was his name? Jimmel? Jimmel. Jimmel Isaacs. Jimmel Isaacs, yes. Uh, do you think we should check in with the head of the guard and see if they have some kind of roll call or shall we go to the smith and see if he keeps track of his apprentices? I mean...
4: I think the head of the guard is probably a better choice. If they know where, if Jemma works for them, they'll at least know where he is.
0: Uh, Dakota, could you please give us directions? (laughs) (laughs) Dakota has been maintaining a professional aloofness while you guys have been having this conversation, (laughs) but at the mention of his name and the opportunity to be useful, his eyes light up. Oh, poor Dakota.
3: He he's like the embodiment of a seven-year-old on Christmas morning,
0: but like, constantly. <laughs> it says, Yeah, we were there earlier today. I was there earlier today. It's back down this straight towards the entrance, and while he's saying all of this, he's, of course, pointing in the wrong direction, uh, but the <laughs> word directions are correct. Uh, he goes, Back down the street, over to the the right near the entrance, there's like all those buildings at the front. There's one that's got a uh, 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 a sword and helmet on the sign. Yeah, it, it's that one. Uh-huh. And he looks real pleased with himself. Mm. <laughs> thank you
3: so much, Shakota. That's very helpful.
0: Yes, he you. nods really enthusiastically, and the other guard looks like they're trying really hard to Pretend that they're not near the scene.
1: <laughs> hey, Dakota. Quick question for you, buddy. Yeah. How so? Landon. He was in charge while we were um, coming up this way. Yeah. How much cachet do you think he has around the city?
0: Uh, just I, between he, you and me,
1: and he, these three
0: friends. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he. Yeah. Uh, uh. So. What Landon told us is that um, Cap- Captain Jaran Mirne, yes, uh, the short guy with the dark hair, the beard, he requested a platoon of us soldiers, and the command was offered to not command, but like the the post was offered to a number of sergeants and people of soldiers of Landon's rank but Landon was the only one that actually accepted the request and so he's officially working under Captain Myrna, Uh but we don't know and Landon didn't know when we set out what exactly his duties were and are going to be And depending on what they are, what those duties are, tends to affect how much clout a commander or a sergeant has on the soldiers.
1: This has been rather enlightening. Thank you, friend. Um, I guess that means I'll be telling people you sent me.
0: (laughs) Yes, that sounds good. (laughs)
4: Why did they request an entire platoon up here? It doesn't seem like the most um, dangerous or busy area.
0: Captain didn't say.
4: Hmm. Landon says,
0: shaking his head and kind of shrugging. Either Captain didn't say or Landon didn't tell us, but Landon tries to tell us everything. So I have to assume that uh, Landon wasn't told.
3: How are you enjoying Mithrin so far, Uh, Dakota? Have you had a chance to meet any of the local guard?
5: <laughs> I don't mean to be rude, but my belly's empty. The night is coming. Let's let's get going. Well. Goodbye, Dakota. I'll,
0: I'll I'll catch up with you later. <laughs> okay. Thanks. Oh yeah, I'll be around I, 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 I get off at like um, Don't 7 Don't on it
3: <laughs> yeah. Don't mind him, Chakota You know how old men get when they're hungry
1: <laughs> We'll <laughs> catch up with you later <laughs> Okay You've been helpful, thank you
0: You're welcome And he returns to Standing at his post Like, stock still and upright With a very serious Expression on his face uh, and so you guys head back.
3: Yeah, I guess maybe, like, grab a bite on the way and head to the guardhouse.
1: Yep. Yeah,
0: there's definitely, like, the, the food cart that Arden got his stick of meat at on, like, on the way. Otherwise, you guys can yeah, kind of, like... That's fine. Circle back to the market square and then back out again.
2: I figure Cyrus yeah. looks a bit like a, a rat in a mouse trap, just like running into people left and right, trying to what was Dakota's directions again? Blast
5: it. Where where am I? There's too many people in cities.
3: <laughs> that does tend to define them, yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> One of the people that you bump into kind of like quirks an eyebrow and they they point like back down the street and as you turn around kind of Directly in front of and above you is that sign that's got a helmet and a sword on it. Hmm.
4: Good job, Cyrus. You found it. Wait, Good work. Is, uh, is this it?
3: Yes, it looks to be. <laughs> All right, let's yeah. go inside.
4: Well, yeah. I am an
5: expert at navigation, so no wonder.
0: <laughs> mm, truly, we would be lost without you, Cyrus. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the building itself is um is fairly small and squat squished between two other buildings that look more like uh, warehouses, but the front door is propped open Um, and so you can just walk in and inside this, uh, there's like a one room lobby type area that's got a desk with a half elf sitting behind it and then behind them are two doors that have name plaques above them uh, one reads the abbreviation for Lieutenant LTG, Ewan Rowan, and the other sign is uh, Captain Joran Mirne. And then uh, the half elf sitting behind the desk sees you guys walk in, looks up and says, uh, hello,
3: how can I help you? Uh, hello, uh, my name is Jarrell. Uh, we are here, uh, inquiring after a specific individual for a professional consultation. Um, we were wondering if there was an uh, Jimmel Isaacs that we could ask after.
0: Uh, let me check. He goes into the desk, pulls out a drawer, and then pulls out a, um... It's not a very, it's not a super long parchment paper... Uh, but it's, it's it's a longer scroll, and scroll like unrolls it on the desk, tracks down with his finger, uh, and says, "Jim Elizix, you say?" Yes. Uh, yeah, he's enlisted with us. Uh, what what did you say you needed of him? Uh, a professional consultation. Um,
3: if we could just have perhaps an address, or maybe we could leave a message for him. Um, if that would be all right. We don't want to interfere
0: with his duties here, but we'd like to ask him some questions. It has
4: to do with his previous line of work.
0: Yeah. Ah, uh, he kind of, the half elf nods and says, um, well, he, according to pulls out another piece of paper references, references it. Um, uh, he says, uh, according to the schedule, um, he is working in the armory this afternoon, but he will be off-duty at around six.
5: When are you up? It? No, I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> I don't say that! <laughs> um.
5: Do you know where we can find him after his shift? Is there a barracks where they come to offload their armor or anything like that?
0: Uh, probably the, the barracks or the mess hall. Most soldiers that have duty that ends around dinner time go to the mess hall
5: and where is that we're new here
0: you don't don't say (laughs) (laughs) quite Uh, he points out the half elf points out the door and kind of like catty corner to the right and says it's the long low building uh, attached to the big brick building that is the main barracks
3: do you all think we should wait for him here, or do you think we should leave a message and let him inquire after us?
5: Don't leave a message with a bureaucrat. <laughs>
4: <laughs> that, and there's no harm in waiting for him or coming back for him. What time is it right now?
0: Uh I, It's still, like, three thirty-four.
4: Okay. Okay. Well, we could leave a couple of us here. I... Personally, want to get a bit of the lay of the town. I want to go to the hall. <laughs> the best way to learn
5: a city is to talk to people.
0: So while you guys are uh, having this discussion from behind the door that's labeled um, that's labeled for Captain Mirne, you hear like the sound of a fist hitting a table, which I'm not going to do over the microphone and a long strain string of curse words and insults uh, oh the half-elf standing <laughs> the half-elf standing behind the desk, looks over their shoulder, cringes a little bit turns back to the four of you and says, uh, don't, don't worry about him, he's just a, uh, a passionate speaker Uh, all right then well uh thank you ever so what was your name again
3: henry henry thank you ever so much for your help um i kind of look around at anyone else did we want to ask anything else or all right uh well we'll just uh wait for jimmel and uh meet up with him later
1: thank you henry for your help
0: you're very welcome
1: well we we have another thread we can follow with this box Um, As we walk out, Finn will look to the group and say, so um, we could wait and sit around here, or maybe we could (laughs) check out this temple, see where Liara was was working, maybe figure out why she would have had this box in the first place. Drill's totally on board
5: with this idea. Yeah, if if we can get there and back in three hours, let's do it.
0: Oh, yeah, you definitely can. Um, Alright, so we're going to a
1: temple, I guess.
0: Yeah. So how do you want to go about finding the temple?
1: Does anyone have any idea what the religion or what the quote-unquote temple would mean here?
3: Would I would I know Grim. what the local religion is?
0: Uh, yeah, so everyone roll a religion check real quick. I
4: got a nine.
0: Um, so the religion in this city you're not too terribly sure about because uh there's a lot of different peoples that have traveled into this city and you're not 100 sure like what is going on here everyone is aware of the uh, Nas religion of the spirit realm and because you've seen at least one Nas elf there's probably some presence of that In this city, Uh, you also recall that Hyatt told you guys that the the temple in Mithrin used to be just for the pantheistic gods, and has since been repurposed as a place of worship for not only those gods but the Alnas as well as well as just kind of a community center for the spiritual in general.
2: So, so we just asked some random bloke, they told us the directions and we're on our way there.
0: Yeah, you could do it that way. Um, so you head out from the guardhouse, kind of heading t- like back towards market square, that direction to find someone to ask directions of. Um, And roll whoever is kind of like leading, roll a um survival,
3: yeah. Roll a survival. I rolled a 14, so
0: okay, yeah. Um, so it's not super hard, and you get there pretty quickly. So basically, it's
4: right nearby where we were where we're staying,
0: yeah. It's it's like uh, it's like three or four blocks away, but it's. Fairly near, because where you're staying is pretty close to the market square in general. They, the doors on the building are propped open at the moment. They've got like a big set of double doors, and they're propped open. Above those doors on to identify the building is a stylized sun with beams radiating off of it, directed downwards over the entrance as you step inside of the building it's a one large open area near the back of the building there are long benches set up in front of the benches is another open area that has mats set out on the floor colorful patterned mats set out on the floor Um, and at the very front at the head of the building is a small raised dais with a very very simple stone altar in the middle of it those are unadorned of any symbology, uh, but there are alcoves along the the walls of the building that do have different icons and symbols and reproductions of relics and such. Is there anything
3: going on in here right now, like a, a service or a ceremony or anything like that?
0: There, there, It doesn't look like there's a formal service or anything going on, but there are Several individuals milling around. There's a small group at the front of the building. Two more kind of sitting in the pews. But one of the, what looks to be a more official looking individual in a set of white robes. Uh, they reach to the floor. There's a a white mantle on top of the robes. There's a couple people dressed in those. One of them sees you walk in turns to you and you see that she's a young half elf she's got the the sharper features of half elven lineage but instead of her skin being like the whitish or tannish of high elves or wood elves or half desert elves she's uh, a very slight blue purple uh mm-hmm. and her white hair has got like a, a set of straight bangs across and the rest is braided and done up into a bun on the back of her head. And she walks up to you and says, clasp her hands in front of her and says, Welcome to the temple. My name is Mina. What brings you in today? We have a... Um... And then kind of looks
1: around and her face gets a little bit sullen and says, um, Something of a matter of great sensitivity we were we were wondering if we could speak to maybe whoever's in charge here um
0: she quirks her eyebrows and says well that would be me this afternoon uh, how can i help you um
1: i think it might be best if we stole away to a private corner or an office or whatever you have that passes for that here <laughs> She's from yes.
0: <laughs> Whatever you have that passes for an office <laughs> around here.. <laughs> we, we, uh, we don't have an office, but a prayer booth I think will will work for this. Um, and she kind of smiles at that and smiles at the joke and ushers you guys the group of you, over to a small booth off in a corner, opens the curtain and kind of motions you guys in. Who actually goes in? Because it's a little small in there.
2: I'll follow her in. Yeah. So this is like a private little room that's just that she's leading us in?
3: Yeah. And
1: we can comically
2: squish.
3: Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say, Jarrell's pretty small.
4: The other people in the pews like looking at us oddly as we care to this...
0: Roll Perception. Okay. For me.
4: 20 overall.
0: No one else in the building is paying attention to you guys.
4: Okay.
1: Let's do it. So we can clown car the prayer booth all we want. Yeah.
4: I I am not going to clown car the prayer booth. I'll let the others go in. Okay. If they want to clown car it.
3: Is Arden... Are we going to all clown car and then Arden is like standing guard grumpily
1: outside? (laughs) He seems like the sort to be happy to...
6: (laughs) standard. Yeah,
1: Yeah, but not to look happy about it.
4: (laughs) I'll I'll look happy. I'll look as happy as I want to that I am not being shoved into a booth with, I mean, Cyrus mainly, let's face it.
0: So, Mina holds the curtain open for you guys. Arden pokes his head around the side and just stands aside and holds the other half of the curtain for everyone to go in.
4: Yep, pretty much.
0: <laughs> um so me and emotions, the the other three of you in and, and then she comes in after you. Um Arden, the curtain that you're holding back and that she and then you let go of is actually really, really thick. So it's like uh, a so
4: it'll actually be hard to hear through it.
0: Yeah, like it's a it's a really thick uh canvas on the back side and then like a velvet on the front and this booth looks like it is made for two people most of the time and so Mina's like on in one side two of you are squished facing her and then a third squishes in besides beside uh, uh Mina <laughs> cozy <laughs> she says all right uh so what what brings you in um, it's our
1: understanding that one of your acolytes has been missing for quite some time. We have some unfortunate news.
6: Mm.
0: You hear her kind of make a quick intake of breath. Yes, the has been missing for over a month now. We have, um, I guess, pardon
1: my forwardness, but... We have reason to believe some misfortune happened to her in the woods and um, while based off of what we found we we only know that there was some kind of altercation that happened but any other evidence has been lost to time and to the elements. We were hoping you might be able to tell us a little bit more about who she was and give us some more background so we can investigate a little bit further we hate for this to happen again.
0: Bina is quiet for a long moment, and then she says very quietly, Liara is dead, isn't she? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. Hmm. <laughs> all right. First of all, may I ask who you are? <laughs> <laughs>
5: My name is Cyrus Sassafras. Nice to meet you.
0: Nice to meet you. You're squished in next to her and she kind of like turns to shake your hand.
1: Um, My name is Vim and that's about it. We're concerned.
0: Uh,
1: my name's
3: Jarelle Uh, Truly we have... Our association is that we were traveling together and um, came upon this situation by chance.
0: You and... You and Ciara? We're traveling together?
3: No, uh, the three of us, well, the four of us. Oh, I see. Ugh.
4: Well, they're in there, I just want to generally look around the outside of the area. Like, as far as I'm standing guard, I'm also not really standing guard. If I can't hear what's going on inside, I'll keep an eye on the... Prayer booth, but I want to look around the church generally as well.
0: Okay. Roll um, me or investigation or perception. Investigation if you're trying to glean like a specific piece of information or perception. Not really. I'm
4: just generally collecting information, but I'm also going to use my uh, Eldritch site to detect magic while I'm doing this. Gotcha. I can do it without being very overt. Okay. I, I can cast it at will, so okay. I don't be overheard at all. Okay, go for um, it. I rolled a 19.
0: Okay, cool. We'll come back to that roll in just a second. So back inside the booth, Mina says, So you are here to help Liara, yes? Yes. Yes.
5: <laughs> we are helping her. Yes. And we would like you to help us, because we believe she may have been involved in something not quite clerical.
3: Well, st- we don't want to assign any any stigma to the situation. We're concerned she might have gotten in a bit of a sticky situation. And we're interested in following up, so to speak.
0: Dina says, I am entirely sure that she got herself mixed up in something that is over her head. You see, she is was one of my best friends. I'm so very sorry. She has been missing for over a month. People that go missing for over a month are either dead or as good as dead. That is just the unfortunate way of the world. But here is what I can tell you. One night about a a month ago, when she first disappeared, the... A couple nights before she went missing, she came back to our rooms at the temple. Obviously not herself, distressed. She was rushing around, would not answer me, scribbled something on a paper, stowed it somewhere, and then ran for the door. I tried to ask her one more time what was going on. She would not tell me anything.
6: Hmm.
5: Have you ever known her to be involved in politics, with people of power or influence?
0: No. She's never been involved with the rulership of the city, anything like that. We here at the temple, we serve our community, we don't get involved in it.
2: Cyrus Sesfres rolls his eyes and those who say religion has
5: nothing to do with politics do not know what religion is. Who is funding your
0: temple? We fund our temple, sir.
3: I'm sorry if this seems a strange question, but are there circumstances under which the temple might reach out to the local government?
0: We do not reach out to them. We are always here. The... Government of the city, important people, those that are religious do come to us and ask for blessings, for prayers, things of that nature. But as far as such a thing as an appointed priest, official, there is nothing like that in Mithrin.
3: Do you know if if Liara had any, if there was anyone who, who held ill will against her for personal reasons?
0: Mina says, "I I do not know. I do not think so." Are you sure?
1: We've by all accounts, we've heard she was well-liked and kind, but
0: that sort of thing can breed contempt and jealousy from others. My only guess is that something someone told her was something that she should not have known.
1: Like in a confessional
0: perhaps? Yes, that would be that would be my guess.
5: Do each of you have a set number of I don't know cult (laughs) followers that come to you for confession or confessees? (laughs) Confessees. Is there a way that we can get a list of who would be a confessee?
0: No, those lists. There's nothing written down. It is all anonymous. She would have
3: been the recipient of such confessions.
0: Yes, but we do not keep record of those as it is a private matter between our God's acolyte and the person receiving the prayer or blessing.
3: Of course, of course, we wouldn't (coughs) wish to impose. Are there
0: political pressures against the church in town? She says... We are one of the institutions that has been largely ignored since most of the money and wealth pulled out of the mining venture in Mithrin. Mm. It's truly
3: admirable that you keep up good work even under these trying circumstances. <laughs> it
0: it brings me joy.
6: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's the most I, that's like it, lackluster
3: I've ever heard someone say that. that that's, that's not canonical, lot- by the way. That's-
1: That does not sound the way I meant
0: it to.
3: (laughs) That brings me joy.
1: (laughs) Well, we are talking about her dead best friend. That is true. (laughs) I I
3: suppose she has some latitude to feel a little sad right now.
0: So outside. You know,
1: Jerome might have actually said that out loud, but like, you don't sound that sad.
0: No, no. I don't think
5: they
1: would, but
3: they're not quite that that
5: heartless. I, I have a. A very spiritual question for you. Uh, okay. If you were to die, what would happen to you? Would followers of your faith become ghosts? Would you walk the world trying to help others? What does the afterlife for your religion look like? Out of
4: curiosity, of course.
0: Well, let's go to Arden outside of the prayer booth. Oh, God. No, oh, God. <laughs>
4: yeah. <laughs> um. So there are a couple of things that I'm trying to keep an eye out for. Like, I'm trying to see if... Like, I would not be at all surprised, or Arden would not be at all surprised, if, like, we'd been being followed by this point. Mm-hmm. So I kind of want to determine, like, after we walked in, is there all of a sudden anyone else new in the pews? All
0: right. So you are... You're not keeping watch per se outside, but you're kind of, like meandering around the correct the building looking like you're you know i guess meant to be doing something in particular maybe like oh no, no i'm, I'm just looking wondering. like
4: i'm a tourist
0: okay so you're touristing uh, around like, the building um, um yeah as you pass kind of like each group of people you get the uh uh you know do you have any questions for us would you like to know anything about this building would you like to join us the people at the very front who are sitting in a circle cross-legged and presumably Arden politely declines on all accounts
4: uh yeah basically
0: yeah as you as Arden is making this circuit of the the building uh so it looks like to you that this building was originally built to be a temple of Pelor which is the the sun god father figure of one of the pantheon of gods that exist Mm -hmm. Um, that deity is kind of like the the catch all that most humans if they don't have uh, an opinion on the matter tend to go to to worship. He's the non-committal um, god. Yeah. He he's like, you know
4: Okay, the, so yeah, I would expect a lot of sun and moon things.
0: Yeah. Moon moon and stars is associated with the, the Al Nas religion, the Al Nas faith. Uh but there's also a handful of um you find a uh like a cord tapestry hanging on one wall. Um, and a couple others. Uh, a Sehenin has a rather large, like mythical hunt type tapestry. Uh, the the type of tapestry that depicts like a, a metaphorical mm-hmm. hunt in the forest, the quest for knowledge, that sort of thing.
4: Um, but none of the people that none of the other people who are not like priests and the like here are look out of place or look like they came in and are pretending to do something without actually that being what they came in to do. Sort of Correct. like I'm pretending to be touristy but really I'm looking for information. I'm looking mm-hmm. for other people who are people pretending who are... to be like praying but are actually...
0: As you finish your circuit of the room, you don't you, you don't like meet them as they're walking in. But a individual walks in who's a tall elf, blonde elf that has very closely buzzed hair and is wearing a city guard uniform. Um, a different one than you've seen Captain Landon or uh, Sergeant Landon or his soldiers wear. This uniform has a rather like high collar, coattails uh, an amount fancier and okay. you do recognize him as the person who was standing next to presumably Captain Myrna when you were first entering the city.
4: Oh I did not even remember that we saw the captain when we were first entering the city.
0: Well you you saw someone who was short with dark hair with a fancy uniform beard
4: oh yeah okay yeah that's fair um all right i'm not going to immediately say anything to him but i am going to make what my way back over to the booth and and see what he's
0: he walks about halfway into the temple sits down at a pew for a couple of minutes um, and so this is all happening like simultaneously. You're doing this walk as this previ- the previous conversation is happening.
4: Yeah, it is going on.
0: And as this is going on, he sits at, I guess you're finishing your circuit around, or Arden's finishing his circuit around the building when this individual walks in, sits at a pew. Um, at this point, you do notice that even though he's stationary at the pew, he's following your path of travel with his eyes.
4: All right. I will walk over and sit down next to him then. They'll just say, is there anything I can help you with? Although it seems odd for me being saying this, since I'm not from the city and not a priest either. And we are in a church and you are from the city.
0: (laughs) Uh, this man kind of breaks into a wide smile, actually. And it's, it's a very genuine smile with, like, perfectly white teeth type of thing, and says, <laughs> well, I couldn't have said it better myself. It makes me very it's paranoid well- health-friendly everyone seems. <laughs> <laughs> like... <laughs> He says, "Well, I couldn't have said it better myself. I was about to ask you the same thing."
4: Oh, I'm just honestly trying to get a lay for the city. It seems like a fairly pleasant place, but it also there there are an awful lot of guards around for a city that is. Uh, I don't mean any offense, but out in the middle of nowhere, despite its size.
0: <laughs> <laughs> rowan laughs a little bit says uh yeah it it's certainly in the middle of nowhere i didn't catch your name uh arden i'm arden nice to meet you i'm lieutenant rowan
4: i'll I'll offer my hand to shake his
0: he shakes your hand nice firm handshake mm-hmm. um and he kind of like sits back on the booth slouches a little and puts an arm over the back and says yeah I mean we actually don't have as many guards as we do (laughs) not for any like bad reason it's just you know no one there are many other things that people would rather be doing than walking around the city day in and day out
4: Mm, I suppose that's true I suppose that's true I believe that uh, when some others and myself were traveling up, we were traveling up with a platoon of men who were coming to uh, sort of bolster the number of guards. I assume that's that's because you don't have enough people in town who are willing to spend their days wandering around.
0: Guilty as charged! And he kind of holds up both hands. Uh, Yeah, we're very lucky that sergeant landon was the one that answered our plea for assistance if you will is it Um,
4: because of the refugees
0: partly because of the refugees also because we've had interesting situations arrive recently
4: really anything that i should be worried about as a traveler Uh, that i can't Handle myself most of the time, but.
0: (laughs) He says, nah, no, no. Nothing, nothing going on on the road. Uh, We've had nothing but good reports for as long as we can remember. Or for, you know, we've had nothing but good reports.
4: Well, that's good. Um,
0: Say, weren't you traveling with some companions? Like where, ah, yes where...
4: they're around here somewhere I assume
0: <laughs> yeah if you don't mind me saying so like you didn't really strike me as uh, the spiritual type
4: ah. well I mean not the type that would pray to a god for the
0: in a building for right good like fortune it's a little or favor yeah uh, the best little... fortune
4: in favor is the type that we make for ourselves.
0: I like that philosophy. That's a good one. And so, back inside the booth, the clown car booth. Yep. Uh, everyone, roll perception for me. The inside the booth people. Are you discovering who farted? <laughs> um, I think it was probably Cyrus. Mmm. <clears throat> Eighteen. Mina farted. <laughs> <sighs> Charles politely doesn't say anything (laughs) but also as you four are talking um cyrus is has asked his question about where people the rather existential question about where people go when they die when the a conversation from outside the booth filters in you don't really get like uh you get the tail end of words, something about I like your way of thinking and when that filters in, Mina had, a, had, had opened her mouth to respond to Cyrus when she kind of holds up a finger and then as Mina leans forward and says very quietly who is talking to your friend out there? Um, can I
1: cast
0: a message?
3: And just ask uh, Arden. Yeah, Who are... you could definitely do that. I think I just sort of reach up and adjust my um, my my little shiny monocle a little bit. Yeah. Is all it looks like.
4: I say, so Lieutenant Rowan, what brings you here today? And I'll do that to also tell them that I'm talking to sure. Lieutenant Rowan. Arden's okay.
3: great. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, he says he's talking to a Lieutenant Rowan.
5: Don't change the subject, Mina. I want to know what happens when you and your followers die. What's the afterlife? And <laughs> I want to know, did you fart?
3: You know what they say, Cyrus. He who smelt it, dealt it.
5: Listen, I have the musty old man smelt down, but I did <laughs> not fart.
0: <coughs> have we cause for concern? But Mina says yes that was me but also Mm. our followers that is such an insightful question and you notice that she is talking louder than strictly speaking necessary and says well when our followers die they if they have kept to the teachings and literally two inches in front
5: of your face you don't need to shout (laughs)
0: yeah (laughs) She kind of, like, makes a be quiet motion, and then, like, jerks a thumb outside, like, motioning outside of the curtain, and then, like, does the, like, draw your finger across your neck and shake your head sort of thing that kind of motion. So can I, I can I it. roll insight on her?
3: Does she she's like I'm interested in like, does she seem afraid versus angry or uh nervous or like that kind of thing is sort of what I'm wanting to yeah, pick definitely. up. Yeah definitely. Definitely. Um oh
0: yeah. Twenty two. She is a little bit nervous, but like in that That sort of way where you get kind of nervous and excited when you're trying to tell something to someone. But there is someone else there who can't know the thing that you're trying to tell. So you're changing the conversation until that person or the thing that's keeping you from saying the important thing is gone. So that you can finally get to the point. She continues... Saying, um, if you are worried about where you are going in the afterlife, uh, let us pray for your uh, soul, and if there is anything that weighs heavily on you, um, we can pray for it silently, and the weight will be lifted through the grace of Pelor.
3: Thank you. That is so very comforting to hear.
1: Tim um, shoots Jarrell like a raised eyebrow. I sort of like shoot a, a side eye at the
0: at the curtain and kind of shrug, like like I don't know <laughs> something. And then Mina bows her head, starts uh, saying a prayer, and then like does the put-your-head-down motion with her hands to, like, you know, pretend to do this too, guys. Sort of thing. Outside of the booth, roll me an insight.
4: Um, Eleven.
0: So you had asked Lieutenant Rowan uh, what brought him in, and he says, "Yo, know, well, you know, this temple's a, a good place to clear clear your mind and just sit and think for a second. And as he's saying this, he looks like he's just kind of looking around staring off in the middle distance around over his shoulder towards the prayer booth. Um, but as you're paying attention to everywhere he's looking, it's very obvious that he's doing a Uh, A secondary or another canvas of the room
4: Arden will chuckle and say and also check in on the new people in town I assume make sure we're not up to no good
0: Rowan says well you got me there I suppose just you know routine whenever anyone new comes into the city we kinda ask and make sure that they're settling in okay are you settling in just fine
4: We've gotten in. I had some fine food from one of the food carts earlier in the day. I can't uh, complain too much. Once I get my feet on the ground and know where everything is, I'll probably feel a little bit more comfortable.
0: That's fair. That's fair. That sounds delightful. Uh, let us or any of the guards, we're here to help. Um, if you need anything. And he like puts his hands on his knees and levers himself up from the pew and says, well, hope to see you guys around, and exits the temple.
4: I'll nod and see if I can tell once he's out of the temple. Without getting up or following him, I want to see if I can tell which direction he's headed.
0: He exits the temple and just kind of keeps going straight towards the center of... Towards so back, Marcus, towards where... the,
4: back towards where the guards' quarters and everything are?
0: Yes. Yep, that's basically
4: yep. all I wanted to determine
0: and then after a few more minutes of either fake praying or um earnest praying you're not really sure mina finally puts her head back up and says sweet spirits i thought he'd never leave so here's another thing you you all should know if you are looking into this after leora didn't come home for didn't come back to the temple for several days i went to rowan who is supposed to be the lead investigator that oversees missing people, robberies, theft, that sort of thing. He said he'd look into it, as I guess he should say. Uh, They did search the city, they did search the surrounding area as far as I know, but they never found anything. A few weeks later, I asked Lieutenant Rowan if he had any information about our missing acolyte, my best friend. He said, they are still looking. They have no information. I asked him again after another week and he says, no, we've closed the case and assumed that she has just left for a better life outside of... Mithran. It's a standard procedure. I cannot say, for that is not my area of expertise, but it never sat well with me. It never sat well with any of us at the temple.
1: Well, for better or for worse, we found more information. Um, actually, if you could do us a favor, when... When we happened upon this information, we actually let of the guard know. It'll be interesting to see if they send someone, perhaps in the next couple of days, to enlighten you with the new information that we found. They have, of course, no idea that we're already telling you. So perhaps let us know if the state of things change. If someone comes by the temple to give us any news? Yes. Yes. Maybe their search was earnest and they found nothing. Maybe they're trying to hide something.
0: This sh- might help us find that out. I will keep my ears open. Um, I. It is obviously my hope that Lieutenant Rowan was and is completely genuine. But I. I have my doubts.
5: Well... I'm still curious. What happens when someone dies? Do they become a ghost in your faith?
0: In my faith, they become a a guardian spirit. They cannot interact with the physical world. Um, Very interesting. What exactly do they guard people from if they're not able to interact with physical threats? It is a symbolic protection the the dead look after and watch they cannot directly influence but they can use their energy to influence positive or negative
3: so a bit of a moral support situation
0: <laughs> yes you could say that you could say it that way um that is what we believe as followers of pelor if you are if you follow the tenets you are allowed to become this guardian spirit and then your followers pray for the good of someone it taps it so to speak taps into that uh, resource and becomes energy for the living
5: Hmm. what about those who don't follow the tenets of Pelor are there spirits with more nefarious purposes than guarding are there bad ghosts
0: she says, "In the it, our faith in Pelor, we believe that non-followers, um, go to either where they believe what happens to their spirit, or some of us believe that non-followers do not go to a a bad place." The If a person were to stray from the path in life, their spirit is not allowed to live on, and they just disappear. Are there any
3: situations, Mina, that you are aware of spiritually in which a
0: spirit might interact in a physical way with the living? In, in very rare circumstances, there are stories of people, for inst- followers for instance, lost on the road in dire situation and they describe being helped out by a person that they could not find later or could not find any evidence of having been there later but that is the the extent of our experience so far.
6: I see.
5: One last religion question from a curious old coot. If Pelor is good, who would be the bad? Who would be the opposite of Pelor? Someone who would want to see you or your acolytes fail?
0: The god Nevrol is Pelor's eternal enemy Um, and he would be considered the source of evil antagonistic forces working against the good in the world
5: Alright, Palor is good Nevril is evil, thank you you have been (laughs) outstanding wonderful
0: I cannot tell if that is sarcasm or not good sir well uh, that is, is
5: the—that's the price you pay for farting in a small room. <laughs>
3: <Bye>. <laughs> that is, I guess, fair. And we will certainly let you know if we find out anything else about your friend.
0: Yes, and let me know if I can be of any other assistance. Um, you can find me either here or. You can find me either here or I have a a room at Journey's End. You can find me oh. there after hours.
6: Awesome. Oh,
0: Isn't
3: that, that where we're staying? It <laughs> is where you're yeah. staying. That's where
0: we're staying! <laughs> <laughs> Do you say that out loud? Yes! <laughs> oh, how fortuitous. <laughs> I live there with my father, I, I had been living in an apartment above the temple or near the temple, but I, after Liara disappeared, I did not want to move back to that place.
2: Uh, Cyrus stammers out of that room. <laughs>
0: and... Your eyes have to readjust just a little bit to the brightness outside. Um, <laughs> But Mina holds back the curtains for the three of you, lets all of you Tetris out before she exits also.
3: (laughs) Tumble semi-gracelessly.
0: Yeah. Yes,
3: we (laughs) shall certainly come by if we have any other theological questions. Um, Thank you for being so accommodating. I'm kind of looking, I'm like kind of looking at her, but I'm also glancing around to see if Arden's still out here.
4: I mean, I'm not going to... I'm not going to leave the temple Well, they're in there. I want to make mm-hmm. sure no one else wanders in to follow us or try to overhear us. Um, I might take... Well, after Rowan leaves, after a little bit, I might take a look outside to see if... Uh, to see how many city guards and the like there are hanging around. I can see left people to keep an eye on us even though he himself is left
0: yeah so if you just want to like spend a couple minutes standing outside the temple and just kind of yeah, people watching yeah,
4: just like right outside the front door so I can still see who's going in and going out
0: right uh roll another perception
4: perception uh, not good only nine
0: The so you stand out there and you're watching, and it's actually a decently good time to be watching because as your companions are finishing their conversation, kind of the evening, it starts to transition from afternoon evening. And so there are a number of people mm-hmm. closing up shops, opening evening affairs, and a lot of, there's several, there the changing of the guard is also happening. And so you're able to pick out pretty easily the different posts that are being kept. Um, And as far as you can tell from where you're standing, there's a a guard posted at the courthouse that switches. Because you can kind of see that building through down the street through the, the gaps in buildings. There's another like two guards that are roaming around market square and you see several what are probably also guards just from the way they stand and the fact that they are wearing swords but they're not in uniform uh milling about interacting with shops there are a lot of citizens to the amount of guards especially if you kind of consider the refugee tent camps that are set up that are probably not that you would assume are not part of the regular population of the city
4: okay but I don't see anyone specifically like keeping an eye on the temple or looking at me correct or anything. Okay, in that case, I'll go back in and wait for the others to be done.
0: Okay. It's not terribly uh, long after that. You see your friends pile out of the prayer booth, either gracefully or not so gracefully, and then Mina exits behind them. They exchange, share the exchange that we just did, and Mina goes back towards the front of the building and the other three kind of converge with Arden presumably I say kind of like quietly just in case anyone's around
3: sorry about the interruption without explanation I think our friend was a little discomforted by the presence of your new friend
4: the lieutenant yes Ah, that doesn't surprise me anyway shall we go back and see what this other fellow is up to
3: the uh, Jimmel. Just Jimmel. Every time Jimmel. I say that, I think Jimmy Kimmel. Just throwing that <laughs> out there. All right. Yeah, let's go see Jimmy. Get Cyrus to the mess hall where he.
1: <laughs> Check out some fresh talent from the guards. <laughs> I
3: was going to say, see what kind of meat they're serving. But. <laughs>
0: More kinds than you'd think.
2: Beef is for dinner. Bunch (laughs) of beef
0: boys. (laughs) (laughs) So, following the directions you were given earlier, uh, you make your way back to the mess hall, which it's getting to be evening ish at this point. The sun's still pretty high in the sky, it's starting to go down. You find the mess hall no problem, partially because it's starting to be lit up at this time, and also partially because it's very loud. And you can hear it from down the street, voices raised laughing, chuckling, making jokes, that jokes in the ilk. Uh, you head down the street, it is a long, low building attached to the larger brick building that you're pointed to earlier uh it has also large it's a wooden building though it's not stone like the rest uh but it does have its doors propped open um and it's more like a uh like barn doors that are propped open it's that kind of size of a building higher ceiling There's smoke coming up from a chimney. And as you approach it, you can look through those large doors and see four long benches, table benches, set up that go the length of this building. The floor of this building is packed dirt. And soldiers are beginning to filter in at the far end of this you see counter with a number of large steaming pots either set out or hung up over trusses and there's people behind the counter what looks to be other guards by their haircut and the fact they're all wearing a uniform uh, serving other soldiers as they file in and then they are Seated, Cerell's got their arms folded and kind of looks at the group and then
3: looks around. It's like we're not exactly inconspicuous, are we? And we didn't think to ask what he looked like.
4: Uh, that's easy to re- remedy. I'm going to go up to the nearest guard. Okay. And ask. I'm looking for Jimmel. Do you see him here? I don't actually know what he looks like.
0: Um the the soldier you go up to like, lances over you because clearly you're not wearing the same you raise an eyebrow but looks out over the crowd anyway and then kind of like points to the far corner um, at a man uh, human male sitting in the far corner there's a couple people like parked not directly next to him but like a little farther down the same Table and the guy that's he being pointed owned out owned. has. Hmm?
4: Is he eating dinner on his own?
0: He, he, he looks
4: lonely and sad.
0: He doesn't actually look lonely or sad, but he's got like sandy brown hair pulled back into a really tight small ponytail at the base of his neck. His uniform top is like undone. The shirt is untucked from the breeches. And he actually just is like sitting over his plate he looks tired more than anything
4: okay well I'm going to go over to him like whether everybody else follows me I'm going to just thank the guard and head on over to Jimmel like I belong in the room
2: I nudge uh, Vim in the arm and I kind of sideways whisper Look at our little social butterfly
4: making new friends.
3: It is quite charming, isn't it? (laughs) I'm so
0: proud.
4: (laughs) When I get over to Jimmel, I'm going to say, Jimmel, like, a question.
0: So, like, is everyone else kind of following a little bit? I'm trying to decide if it's better for us to, like, bring him out
3: so we can talk about this privately, or if we want everyone seeing, like, this motley band of people
0: approaching this one guy.
6: I follow.
0: Um, is dithering. As Arden sits down, Jimmel like, pulls his chin out of his, uh, hand and says, Yeah, you got Jimel. Who are you? You don't look like any debt collector I've seen.
4: I'm not a debt collector. Though oh, I might good. be able to help you out with that. I, uh, came across, uh, a bit of a lockbox that I'm told you might have made- But, uh, unfortunately, the person who gave it to me couldn't also tell me what the combination to it is. Um, (laughs) that doesn't sound stolen at all.
0: (laughs) Well, that's a problem for you, isn't it?
4: It is. Out of character. That's why I'm doing this like I belong there, that I'm not doing anything shady at all. No, I know. Uh, I just thought it was funny. Yeah. It... <laughs> I was hoping that uh, maybe since it was your work, well, I'm told it's your craftsmanship at least, that if you saw the box, you might be able to tell me what the combination is.
0: Ah. Uh, I mean, if I saw the box, I could definitely tell you if I made it.
4: Um, well, that's excellent. I don't have it on me, um, it's back at the inn I'm staying at.
3: No, uh, I got You look it.
4: tired right now. Is there a better time that we that I could get a hold of you? Don't disturb your dinner too much?
0: Jimbo looks at you from across the table and squints. I I guess I'll come. I can meet you at the inn.
4: It's not a very Our- large box. I could bring it to you as well. Just, you know, maybe not when you're in the middle of dinner.
0: Yeah, um okay, which
4: inn? Uh we're saying, "Oh, I don't remember the name of it." Journey's it's right Journey. near. I I remember the name of it. I'm yeah. saying this for his sake. Got it. Um it's right near your previous place of of uh of work. That's how I knew that you made the box. Was it Oh.
0: It? You mean um Jer- Journey's End, the one near uh, Rothkos. Yeah.
4: That's the one.
0: Yeah, all right. I I could be there this evening.
4: All right, that sounds like it'll work for me. Um,
0: what did did you. I catch your did I catch your name?
4: Ah, yes, it's Arden. I'll hold out my hand.
0: And he With kind me. of shakes your hand a little uncertainly, and then did Arden just start a handshake?
5: <laughs> I don't know what I just witnessed. But that was not an interrogation.
4: Good to meet you as well. Um, I suppose I'll see you this evening, then. Uh, You might want to give me a little while. I still need to find food myself, and I'm not completely used to the town, so sometimes I get turned around. Um, It's, what, 6 o'clock, 6.30 right now? Yeah. Um, How about around 8?
0: Sure. Uh, That sounds fine.
4: All right. Thank you, Jimmel. I I appreciate your help. I do want to be able to use the box, and if I can't quite get into it, um, that could be problematic.
0: Yes. That, yes. I'll see you around, Arden.
4: Yes, see you around. I'll get up and wander away.
2: DM, I want to do something when Arden walks away. I want to... Cyrus wants to walk, like, kind of make it really awkward but try to squeeze past Arden as Arden's walking towards him to like I'm assuming we're in like a cafeteria right where it's cramped yeah
0: you're yeah you're in a cramped cafeteria
2: I purposely want to squeeze past Arden and try to phonally drop my drop my staff drop drop something that I'm carrying right next to a uh, old Jamal or boy here
0: okay. Uh roll and you're trying to be stealthy well, about I'm it? I'm trying or... to
2: do a show that it's an accident that I dropped this thing.
0: Okay, so roll a um deception check.
2: Uh I got a thirteen.
0: Arden roll a insight for me.
4: Okay, but I'm going to make it clear that whether I know he's being deceptive or not, I'm going to head out of the cafeteria, whether or not the others follow me. Okay. Um, 15 overall.
0: Okay. So, as Arden is walking away from Jimmel, Cyrus is walking towards Jimmel. um, and as you two pass, Cyrus, you successfully, um, drop your staff in whatever manner you were intending to do. Uh, Arden, you know that it was a a fake drop of the staff, but you don't care, and continue walking. Um, hand comes out of his hand again and looks over at Cyrus with quirked eyebrows.
5: Oh my my walking stick butterfingers me. I please, sir, could you help pick that up for me? I I'm afraid my back is gonna take me all hour just to bend down and scoop it up. A strapping uh, lad like you could help me out much quicker, please.
3: Ah, uh, oh, Sidon just... Jarrell just assumes this is a flirting ploy and has gone after Arden. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Sure. And Gemel like gets up from the the bench, like throws one leg over, and then the other, stands up, walks a couple steps to the the staff, bends down, picks it up, kind of like side eyeing Cyrus the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, picks it up and then hands it, extends his arm holding the staff to Cyrus.
2: I will grab the staff with one hand and the other hand just clasp him on his like wrist like a a thank you and if I can I would like to roll um, sleight of hand to see if I can place a burr on his sleeve of his uniform like on the under part you know where you're not really always looking at your arm
0: yeah definitely roll sleight of hand oh no (laughs)
2: <laughs> uh, I rolled a one so I'm guessing he might have felt a little prick on his arm as Cyrus clasps him and plants a burr seed on him <laughs> so,
0: Cyrus takes their, takes the, well, one hand on the staff, takes the other hand clasps it to Jimmel's wrist you see Jimmel physically wince like eye twitches and neck goes tense for a second and then Jim will just like very carefully extracts his arm from your grasp turns like looks at his sleeve sees the burr there very gently. And this is why
4: Arden left, making sure that it didn't seem like he was with these other strange people in the building. <laughs> oh, that, that That wasn't me. That must have been there
5: beforehand. Sorry. Thank you again for my staff. I must go now. Bye-bye.
0: <laughs> you turn and walk in the uh, Vim and JorEl who are still standing at the entrance. No, I left already. Oh, okay. Vim. I was like, I'm not gonna watch this
3: flirting show again.
0: <laughs> well, so
1: as Cyrus turns around, he realizes that Vim is still standing there, mouth kind of agape, because she had thought he had actually dropped the staff. So she had like <laughs> kind of started to pick it up, but then this boy does it. So she's like, Okay, wait, hold on. That was that was really nice of him. And now she's just standing there, giving him this mouth agape look.
2: As I walk past Vim. With like the kind of like a ventriloquist trying not to see his mouth move, Cyrus is just like time to go, time to go. Oh
1: my god! Oh, oh, oh right, right. And uh, you see her like tail flick up and then wave back and forth a little bit as she also <laughs> scurries out. Like <laughs> we this are the could
6: least be do
4: crew.
1: <laughs> <laughs> After
3: all that effort, Arden went through
4: oh it's fine he doesn't need to see you guys when he comes to the end this is true
1: (laughs) well he might be looking for us
2: when we are comfortably out of earshot Cyrus will turn to his confused face friends well I don't think Arden's really confused face but maybe Vim and Jarel are so that
5: didn't go according to plan but it was a very good plan in my defense.
3: What? Right, so what, what plan?
5: Brian. I can locate plants and animals. If this boy runs and doesn't meet up with us, I wanted an insurance policy, some way that we could track him. I was going to plant a burr on his sleeve and locate the burr if he didn't show up. But I, uh... Butterfingers... Whoopsie. He's...
3: A soldier. If he, if we couldn't find him, we could just ask his CO.
5: Yeah, but soldiers
4: are known from time to time to go AWOL. Are any of you reasonably adept at staying hidden and following people? Not in the slightest.
1: I can. Well, hold on. Wait. One. Wait. So you weren't flirting with him? No. He seemed your type. You should go for okay. it.
5: Listen There will be plenty of time For fooling around and fun and frivolities But right now I want to do something And that something is adventure I think um, I'm turning back
3: to Arden I I don't know that that will be necessary That we go stalking random citizens Around the town I mean we're just sort of looking into this casually
4: Well of course But we know where he is right now we know where he'll be at around 8 o'clock. Why not leave somebody here to uh, covertly trail him while he is on his way? And if he disappears in the middle of, the, of his w- walking, then we'll know that somebody doesn't want us to know something. That is a great idea.
3: Well, I mean, I don't know that I'm very uh, sneaky, but I can disguise myself.
4: That works as well. I don't think you even particularly need to disguise yourself. You just need to follow him without him knowing he's being followed. Um, In fact, if all three of you work together, it might work just as well. No, I do not think it would be a good idea. He might think that you're following him.
0: (laughs) He might be right. Um, You've just confused this poor guy so much.
4: (laughs) Anyway, we just need to know how to get into the box from him, right?
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: Here, hand me the box.
3: I gladly hand it over.
4: All right, I'll put it away in, in my packs. When he meets me at the inn here at um, in about an hour and a half, I'll get the combination for him. We'll know our way into the box, and he will be, and nobody will be any the wiser of as to what the box is its contents
3: that sounds excellent Arden perhaps we should all head back
4: well all
5: of us except one someone needs to camp out here in case our
4: little stool pigeon decides to fly away I'm not too worried about him flying away as much as I'm worried about somebody else in there not wanting him to meet with us I didn't notice Rowan in the room did I
0: Uh roll a just a general intelligence check or wisdom. Oh, that's I guess. Good. Wisdom. Oh,
4: that's even better. Twenty one.
0: You do don't recall him being there. The okay. the officer uniforms are pretty easy to pick out and he has a really unusual haircut for a, a high elf. All... Yeah.
4: Like, He's... yeah, I, I'd expect that as an officer he might not eat in the mess hall with the same people as everybody else, but mm-hmm. yeah. Good to know for sure.
3: With low life's like Jimmel.
5: Alright, well <laughs> it's between Vim and Jarel. Which one of you wants to play the spy who tags along? Uh,
4: I'll look yeah. between them and say, well, it's pretty obvious which of them sticks out less. Jarel, <laughs> you've got the job.
3: I'm I'm sort of looking at Vim, like obviously Vim, and then when he when he says V, I'm just like, Oh. <laughs> oh well all righty then.
1: Um
4: No offense, Bim.
1: Oh, none taken. I don't believe I've seen another teeth in this town the time. Surely someone will remember the horns or the tail or the red skin or the horns. I don't think I think they're worth mentioning twice. But if um Geral, you're uncomfortable, I I do believe we can I might be able to assist. Well, I wouldn't want to inconvenience
3: you, but um, I must admit this uh, whole sneaking and following thing is not exactly my uh, modus operandi.
5: (laughs) Would you prefer to be with us when we fight things? Is that more of your specialties?
3: (laughs) Cyrus, having traveled with me for a week, what about me as a person and as a scholar makes you think that I'm ready to throw fisticuffs? (laughs)
5: Look! Look! if I've learned anything from you it's don't judge a book by its cover
1: now I hear what you're saying about not judging a book by its cover but what if you can change the cover of the book and at this Vim will kind of like reach into the space that falls uh, the space that falls in between where you know the breastplate and her padding would be Mm-hmm. Uh, that she wears underneath it and will pull out this like crummy looking knit hat uh, that it just looks like kind of sweaty and gross and it has a few tears in it and um, she'll um, kind of put it on her head and uh, look to the group and say I think um, I think I have a way of making myself look a little bit less conspicuous
3: Is Did you just stre- stretch a knitted hat over your horns? <laughs> Well, I
1: mean,
0: <laughs> it, it like. Pre- <laughs>
1: Sorry, I shouldn't laugh. <laughs> it, it like Yurk. pre came with holes, so I figured I, you know,
3: it's, yes. fe- it's like especially funny because like my understanding is that VIM likes to dress, kind of, you know ostentatiously. And so I'm just imagining this, like, very fancily outfitted lizard person with then this, like, manky knitted hat
1: on her horns. It it looks like just total, total garbage.
3: (laughs) just an Um, ugly, knit, gray hat
1: with two holes in the top.
3: My, that is a thought. Um, I don't know that the hat is really necessary. Um,
1: but good thought. Um, Hmm.
5: You look like a mushroom.
1: Well, um, (laughs) what do you think I should look like instead? Mm. And Bim grins a little bit as she looks at the group and... uh, It's like, why don't we duck around a corner or something?
3: Yes, if nothing else, let's walk around the block and then Arden and Cyrus, you can go on and we'll hang back. And keep an eye on another random person who we're going to stalk around the city. Um,
4: That's the spirit. Why
3: are we doing this?
4: (laughs) Uh, To make sure nobody attacks and kills him while he is coming to meet us.
3: All right. Well, then, Vim, uh, regardless of any um, concerns that we have about you standing out, certainly if we're protecting this person from (laughs) random muggers on the street or deliberate sabotage, I'm not sure that I alone am uh, a bunch of a deterrent in
5: that situation. Well, that's why Vim is assisting. Yes. If Jamal doesn't show up at the inn, at the
2: designated time,
5: then we will come find
2: you. And at this time, uh, Cyrus, up in the open, grabs another burr, and just sticks it right on Jarell's uh, student cloak or whatever it is that you wear.
3: I'm faculty, actually. Um, alright, I I take the burr and kind of tuck it, um, out of sight under my- I don't know, I've probably got like a robe on, basically. I stick it in a fold of my robe where it's not visible. That's actually rather comforting. Alright, well, let's be stalkers, I suppose.
4: So while I'm going to head back to the inn, Mm -hmm. I am going to actually stick around the market square, and I'm going to try to run into Jimmel like, as he's approaching the inn or the market square, I'm not going to actually wait inside the inn.
0: Okay. And is that what... What is Cyrus going to do?
4: Cyrus is going to
2: go right up to the front door of the inn.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And he is going to... He's going to take off his sandals and his backpack. He's going to put all that stuff in his room. But then he's going right. to come downstairs shoeless, without a hat, grab some dirt, rub it in my beard, and just sit at the very front of the inn, oh looking God. like a homeless person.
0: Okay, and like then, sit at the door of the inn?
2: Yeah, sit at the door, and his, his logic
0: okay. is
5: <clears throat> if there's one thing that people ignore in a city, it's the homeless. I will be hiding in plain sight right here. and If he makes a run for it, I'll
2: be right at the door. Okay. He says to himself his monologue plan.
0: Got it, the internal monologue. Um, and so... Arden and Cyrus are just gonna wait at the inn until eight. It's like an hour and a half away. Um
4: I'm going to get dinner and wait okay. on the market square while eating something.
0: Okay. Um, and then are what are Jarell and Vim? Like what is your plan for stalking? Okay.
3: I think the best the thing that would make most sense is for us to like find somewhere very close by where we could basically inconspicuously people watch so like a bar mm-hmm. with like or an open air restaurant or something like that where we could be like plausibly be okay. sitting for a long period of time and it not be conspicuous
0: there's a uh, eatery like a small drinking eatery that is uh it's a it's it's within if you're sitting there, you can still see the kind of the military complex um, with the barracks and the mess hall, mess hall and the, the guard office that you're in earlier. Um, but it's kind of set like off to the side and looking at the sign on it, it looks like it's only open for like breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Um, so there's a little bit of standing around awkwardly until kind of the 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 evening dinner rush is into it. Um but once people have kind of congregated there it's pretty easy to just uh hang out there and blend into the crowd over in the market square. Uh Cyrus, you don't have any problem sitting out front of the inn. The a couple of the half kids kind of raise an eyebrow at you, but they have clearly been instructed to just, you know, let the guests do what they want and not question things. Um, Lev, at one point, comes out, asks if you want anything from inside.
2: Not even making eye contact.
5: Scram, kid, I'm busy, I'm working. Get out of here, we'll play later. <laughs>
4: wow, what a mean old oh. Cyrus.
0: I like the idea that he's working. (laughs) Levka takes a a step back and goes back inside. And Arden as the sun goes down, the market square uh, lights up. A lot, most businesses shut down around dinner time. You see the lights at the blacksmith go down the fires go down because it's an open front building anyone on the square can see what's going on in there um the smaller flower shops the kind of bakeries shut down for the evening the journey's end begins to fill up as you're waiting around there's a couple other what look to be specifically bars that don't have food are lit up and people are filing in and spilling out and a lot and a number of the home like residences that you can see from that are around journey's end are also lighting up for the evening we're just like sitting at this restaurant waiting right yeah you're just sitting there watching i'm more or
4: less doing the same thing on market square yeah. Except that when I see Jimmel arrive in Market Square, I'm going to arrive at the inn at about the same time as he does.
0: So, at the near-ish, the entrance, where jor and Vim are waiting, uh, about an hour later, you see Jimmel leave the mess hall. Um.
3: Oh, there he is.
6: Wow,
0: perfect. Yeah, you see him leave, right you see like the little ponytail and scraggly beard exit. Um, He's got a friend with him, similar height and build. Uh, They also have their uniform like untucked and undone. They they both duck in to the barracks that are, like you have to walk out of the mess hall and then back into Mm -hmm. the barracks. They walk back in. Um,
3: oh no, now we have to wait again.
0: <laughs> they're, they're there for another number of minutes. Jarell is then like having
3: walk- a small meltdown, like throughout <laughs> this whole waiting. Like they've ordered some kind of bread thing and are like tearing off pieces and like rolling the pieces into balls and like trying to explain to Vim as though Vim needs to hear it why this is all like just a precaution. It's not like there's anything going to happen. We're just like. Arden is paranoid and so we're humoring him. And oh my god, like why would anything happen? Look, he's got a friend, he'll be fine, like no one's gonna attack him with his friend. Why wouldn't he attack him? We all
1: need friends, yes. (laughs) And Finn's just very calmly sipping on some tea, (laughs) enjoying kind of the brisk
0: air and being outside. (laughs) <laughs> it is getting a little bit chillier as the evening becomes full. And then after a few more minutes, uh, Jimmel and his friend walk back out of the barracks. Now they're wearing just a unadorned tunic and breeches, and instead of the kind of nicer guard boots, they've got, uh, leather shoes on. Um... And they begin walking up the street towards the middle of town, towards Market Square.
3: Is it close to the time that he was supposed to meet Arden?
0: Yeah, it's like 7.30 and it's like a a 30 minute walk over there.
1: Okay. Well, this is great, right on time. Just like you said, nothing's going to happen. Why don't we let them pass, finish our drinks, and then follow behind. Yes.
3: Really we're we're just walking back. Nothing is happening. We are just keeping an eye out on even though there's nothing to keep an eye out for. Yes. Yes, of course you're right, Finn.
1: Exactly. Nothing gonna happen. It'll all go. Exactly as planned. Jarrell still hasn't eaten any of
3: their bread thing, and there's like just a pile of bread balls all over this place.
1: Empty teacups
0: and rolled up bread things. (laughs) 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 So Jimmel and his friend, they both walk on. Jarel and Vim wait for them to pass, go up the street, and then you guys follow? Yep. Mm -hmm. All right. How far behind are you? Like, maybe a block? Like, keeping them in view, but not
3: close enough that we could, like, hear what they were saying and vice versa. Okay. We're just
1: two pals who went out for dinner, and now we're going back to our hotel! That's Mm -hmm. all. Casual conversation. Definitely just talking about
0: how things are going to be safe and uneventful. (laughs) Uh, So you're following... Like a block behind, Jemal and his friend seem to be having a conversation. you know, seem to be having a conversation as they walk. You're not close enough to overhear unless either of you wants to get close enough to overhear what they're talking about.
3: Mm-mm. No, I Stay think back. we're just trying to keep con- inconspicuous.
4: Yep. So. Do I eventually see Jimmel and his friend enter Market Square?
0: Uh yeah. So as Vim and Jarrell are following uh Jimmel and his friend, uh, both Jarrell and Vim roll a what are what is your passive perception?
3: Um thirteen. Eleven.
0: Okay.
3: Though I'm kind of, like, keeping a paranoid eye on the alleys and stuff, in case someone just, like, randomly jumps out at Jimmel for some reason. Okay.
0: So, you're following Jimmel and the friend. They walk past an alley. You and Jarrell and Vim come up abreast of that alley as well. And out of the corner of both of your eyes, you see something glint in the darkness because it is actually dark at this point. And when you kind of impulsively turn to look over into the alley, you see someone backed up against a wall about 30 or 40 feet down into this alley with two other dark figures looming over the third oh shit and you hear one of them growl my man you're behind on payments to the boss and we'll start there next time oh no (laughs) our poor friend (laughs)
3: Thank you for listening to this episode of Little Realms. If you like the show and want to stay up to date, make sure to hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. You can also find us on social media, on Twitter, PodRealms, and on Tumblr at littlerealmspod.tumblr.com. We also have a website, www.littlerealms.com. May your journey be successful, and we'll see you next time.
2: The wonderful music you hear on Little Realms is possible due to royalty-free music and content creators such as tabletopaudio.com, freesounds.org, and Kevin MacLeod, creator of incomputech.com. Royalty-free music licensed under Creative Commons by attribution license 3.0.